we'll meet me up later. I get it. I can. Can we get that on record? It's already, it's already recording, so I do. <laughs> you know he's gonna keep it. Is that your O sound? Come on, come on. Give me your back. Give me your O sound. podcast where we love getting up close and personal about sex or doing sex as I like to call it. Today's topic is know thyself, please thyself and it's all about masturbation which as I mentioned previously I'm evangelical about. So I just want to quickly introduce who else I have in the studio today. There's Jai, my co-host. Hello. And there's one of my oldest and best friends in Hong Kong, Kat. Hello. Um, Kat actually used to run events with me at Passionately Yours, and she's very well versed at talking about sex. Oh, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's been on the radio on RTHK with me several times, uh, talking about a broad range of topics. Some of the best times I can remember. That's true. What did we used to talk about? Um, Mostly about what we're going to talk about tonight, I think. A lot of sex, a lot of how to do, who to do with, how to be safe, how to be happy. Um, And I do believe it ended on a O note That's the true. end of that episode. Your O yeah. sound has actually yeah. been on public radio. In Hong, in Hong Kong, Kong. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you, Just, did a, you did a Japanese O sound I did, as that's well. right. I did an that, imitation that O. That was a trademark, yeah. And if you're lucky, listeners, you might get to hear it a little later. No, no. No pressure. <laughs> Okay, well, so let me just start today by um, talking a little bit about masturbation and why I'm such a fan and so evangelical about... Jai called me the high priestess of masturbation last week. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. (laughs) It is one of my favorite activities, but I do also want to talk about some of the benefits of masturbation. So I like to say, a wanker day can keep the doctor away and make you a better lay. (laughs) Here, here. That should be a bumper sticker, I think. It's a very long bumper sticker. I, maybe we should do it in emoticons yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Emo- an emoji of masturbation. Yeah, and um, there are actually s- several sort of benefits um, from masturbation. That I'll start with the physical benefits. So every time you have an orgasm, um, either from sex or from masturbation, um, health-wise, you get better sleep. Um, there's less stress, actually burns calories. I mean, best way to go to the gym, really. Um, Are you masturbating in gyms? Is that what's happening here? These are things I feel like I should be doing all now, considering how stressed out I am. It's my bedroom gym, guys. Less of an activity, more of a a routine. A routine. Should be like vitamins. Well, it's about about developing uh, a habit, not necessarily, you know, just spontaneous. Forget Flintstone vitamins. Have your M vitamin in the morning. (laughs) True, true. Or at night. Or night, or um, after lunch. It also gives you stronger pelvic floor muscles because in the, all the contractions you get from an orgasm helps to condition the pelvic floor, which we'll talk more about in our sex and fitness episode. Um, and you're also releasing loads of really feel-good hormones whenever you have an orgasm um, through masturbation. So you've got dopamine, you've got oxytocin, and it gives you that sort of probably the safest least expensive natural high that you can ever get and for all of those of you who don't know what dopamine is dopamine is it's your pleasure chemical it's um something that you release 
uh, when you actually kind of get a little addicted to something. <laughs> well, you release it like every time you have a cigarette, every time. Yeah. And I think the for me the most interesting thing is the the dopamine released when you get a like on Facebook or Instagram oh. is very similar to a cigarette. Um, don't quote me on how much, but it's wow. one of the things that cause you know. And I'm not the hugest believer, but quote unquote social media addiction. Uh, that validation can be very similar. It's the yeah. instant gratification from an unknown source. Mm. I think that's probably what it would Gets, be. Getting some strange likes. You well, know? I mean, it's like as if, you know, watching the watching anything that makes you happy online, you now get to say that you like it back. So that's it's that understanding true. that somebody else is like, ooh, I've affected someone and by liking their thing. I think it goes both ways, actually. It explains a lot for these millennials that are addicted to their phones. Totally has nothing to do with me being prolific on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with my celebrity Totally status. has nothing to do with that at all. Uh, can I also say masturbation is also something that you don't ever have to worry about. You don't have to worry about STDs. You don't have to worry about <laughs> getting anyone pregnant. Actually, uh, I don't know if that's true. As long as you're hygienic about your toys, let's be fair. I mean, let's not go diddling around after being sitting in the, the park or, you know. Sure. I mean, don't share MTR. your toys. Otherwise. Um, and wash them. Yeah. Wash them. Wash them you know, in between uses. Yeah. Um, no one likes a crusty toy. No. <laughs> and you're all welcome for that little tidbit yeah, of health. It's, it's, this is going like straight into people's ears and like, oh my god, what did she say? Now, did you, now you're thinking about crest. Um, <laughs> and and there's a there's no risk of permanent damage, save a little chafing. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Yeah, chafing? no, the chafing is the worst. The chafing is definitely not very. Yeah. <clears throat> So, um, in addition to the physical benefits, there's a whole bunch of emotional benefits. Like, I love masturbation because I think it helps me understand my body a lot better. And it teaches me what I like and what I don't like in terms of how I like to be touched and in terms of how I experience pleasure. Um, I think that that sort of leads to sort of a healthy sense of self-esteem. Um, and I like the idea of masturbation as a form of self-love have you ever heard that woody allen quote don't knock masturbation no. it's sex with somebody i love no oh, no i haven't <laughs> but it's quite sweet for valentine's day card i know really I sweet or really sad I, i'm I talking in bumper stickers today yeah yeah, yeah i think so you're a, you're a hallmark waiting to happen yeah, yeah. um so. and i don't know about you but after i've had a really really long day like a stressful day like all i want to do is just have some self-love. That's funny. I'm the complete opposite. Uh, if I'm super stressed out, it's the last thing I want to do. Like, all I want to do is go home and, like, sleep. So, like, generally, if I'm in the mood or really want to masturbate, it's yeah. usually after a really great day or after I'm feeling kind of relaxed and into pleasure. Generally, if I'm stressed, it's the last thing on my mind. I find it, it's it's almost a bell curve for me. Like, there is a point where it is a definite stress reliever. Like, it's, you know, I... I have quite severe anxiety and it, it really yeah. helps with that. Yeah. But there is, if I ever am not even in the mood to do that, it tells me that something else is going on, that my limits are really reaching their breaking point. So I agree with both of you entirely. Actually, that's, yeah, yeah, no, that is a really good point. The, especially the anxiety thing, because I also do suffer from that and I used to suffer from it quite badly. Um, and generally the only thing that would kind of calm me, calm me down would actually be to masturbate or to have some kind of physical yeah. pleasure in that way either it was exercise which then led to some kind of sexual yeah. pleasure yeah so yeah. yeah no actually that's uh yeah i completely forgot thank you jai for reinvigorating um, that thought I'm yeah glad. i used to take myself on <laughs> masturbation dates where <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you text yourself and then you never text back and you're like Shit. so wait a minute can we tinder parts of you sarah it's like are they separate profiles 
Oh, left hand right back to me. <laughs> Do I left or right it? Oh, that might confuse everyone. Oh, but that toy, he's always calling. Oh, She's no. always calling. No, I mean, I buy, myself, I buy myself a nice dinner. I, you know, have a warm, hot shower, loofah myself, and then I... You know, the things people get, get up to when on. they have such luxury. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, ma- sleep. And again, I, I know, like, I think for everyone at home, we have a loose structure. I think but so. I, I, when I don't think we need to, to yeah. stick yeah. to it. But is masturbation for you a, a ceremony? Like, is it something you think it's like about? Ceremony with S A R A. Pun intended, oh. right? <laughs> it should be a ceremony for oh, sure. Like, but, but is it is it something like you know we we did say last time we worked together? So am yeah. I sitting there next to you at work and it's four o'clock and you're going, you know, I'm gonna it's call not myself. a sixth sense, it's a Sarah sense. Yeah, no, um, I there's there's different ways I do it. it. It just depends on the mood I'm in. Sometimes I just. But on, on the masturbation date, that, that's really interesting. Oh, on the masturbation date? Oh, yeah, on the masturbation date, it's like my self-love day. Like, I, um, there's a whole ritual where I actually get myself in the mood. I, I like to sort of fantasize for a while before I even touch myself. Um, and I like to sort of get so the are evangelical about it, absolutely. Involved. Mind is the biggest sex organ. I keep saying this oh. as well. Um, Another yeah, bumper sticker. Another. I feel like I'm learning a lot about myself. Brain, now. I'm like, yes. no, I'm like morning, bang one out. Yeah, be right before bed. If it's yeah. not, if it's longer than like five seconds, I've done it wrong. No, but the problem with <laughs> doing it in the morning is then I want to like stay in bed all morning, right? Okay. So and it's hard enough for me to wake up as it is, right? So right. Not a morning Not morning person. people. Mm-hmm. Not a morning person. You're not a morning person. Oh no. goodness, no! I'm, I know guys are morning. I'm people, an afternoon right? person because they have the morning wood and everything. Yeah, so I think I've read previously that it is because your body is at its most relaxed, and mm-hmm. generally, boys, whenever they get that relaxed, you will yeah have a you know, involuntary boner. Although I'm like, well, they're kind of all involuntary at the end of the day. <laughs> Um, although like uh, con- conversely what an insult what an insult it should definitely be voluntary sometimes you, you, I'm sorry but you know what no man can stand there and do and say bone her up that's Penis. not true that's not true there is a show called puppetry of the penis and they okay. definitely can although, bone her yeah, up on, okay. on cue so you could have one right now you're saying I'm involuntarily I'm not that relaxed you two make me very nervous <laughs> I mean, if it could sound like those sound forks, I tell you the things you could do, the therapy you could give people. Mm. And, Jai, and every on. penis is tuned to a different frequency. There you go. Okay, another benefit. I don't know if you guys have um, experienced this as well. Um, if you masturbate, it sort of relieves loaded gun syndrome. Yes. This is what, you yes. know how like when I haven't had sex for a while and I haven't um, masturbated for a while and then I go out in Lan Kwai Fong, it's like everybody turns into a piece of meat. Everyone. <laughs> and it's, it's, a, like it's a potential people release. that don't, I don't even normally find attractive. Like suddenly I'm like, oh I can God. vouch for this. I've been called out to be like protector of yeah. the quality control. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can get really bad. And so if I actually... It's like blinders. It's, didn't yeah. have masturbation to take the edge off, I would just be a complete bunny. And is that, is that, is that a... No, in, I, in not a positive way. Not a positive way, yeah. I guess the... the I don't think... You know, well, certainly the, the stereotype or the probably the common belief or misbelief um, is that, yeah, that's generally a more of a, a boy thing. Yeah. You know, but certainly I don't think boys get loaded gun syndrome quite that bad. Actually, to be really? honest, in, no, in terms of they're always loaded. 
Okay. It's not a okay, syndrome. So masturbation doesn't actually take the edge off. What you're saying yeah. is it's not a syndrome. Yeah. Like, it's it's a regular occurrence. Yeah, it's it's, okay. it's, sta- it's status quo. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, okay. But I, I think if I was to say, you know, and again, may, maybe I'm maybe I'm believing the stereotype, but I think I would always assume like, oh no, girls never get that, but you know, backed up. But is that actually, a total misbelief? Almost, I think honestly, I would say if not fifty percent, maybe more of my girlfriends have what would you call raging yeah. raging needs yeah um uncontrollable needs insatiable yeah. needs yeah um just with regards to satisfying themselves and if it's not just at home with themselves yeah. which i know some of them do try to use yeah. as a solution it's you know i have to go out and like get some yeah, yeah. which but, is like which is fine well like i guess it's the thing like we all we all have booty calls yeah typically mm-hmm. uh we all have those numbers that you know you know you can ring I'm just well, about to sing I mean, a Drake lyric here. I could hear it coming. And I was like, Ugh. but um, I mean, I don't know if we all do. I must say, like, there. I think I'm definitely one of the last people I know that ever have maybe the one night stand or the booty call, um, and it's not by choice. Okay, it's not to oh, say that I'm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go. Pity calls. You can all phone in to like one eight hundred. Sorry for cat. cat. <laughs> Sorry for the unpetting. Blah blah. Uh-huh. Let's shed a tear as I get drunk. Um, but I think uh, Saturday, you, you know you raise a, a good point because we also have um, friends in relationships where um, there's sex drive discrepancy. Let's just put it yeah. that way. Like one of the partners has a very high sex drive, and one of the partners has a lower sex drive. And so, what do you do in that case, right? You mm. also have to. How do you kind make that of, work? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have to think of ways to actually satisfy yourself. Otherwise, you know, Absolutely. you're just going to keep losing your shit. And, yeah at your partner and you're just gonna kind of take out your frustration on them um so i think that's important too well what i was gonna say is like i think the where i maybe i'm very different than sarah despite the fact that we have a lot of other things in common (laughs) um is yes i definitely have felt that whole like urge like if i haven't released it enough it's like this heavy weighing feeling almost like it is almost kind of like a girl's version of blue balls maybe it's like this it almost feels like you want to punch yourself from like the inside out and like just get <laughs> it out there that, that feeling out there okay well let's not put me in the corner that i'm already <laughs> in and she, she's like i'm burying my soul okay in the little studio that is the secret closet of narnia sex here um that is an incredible description of this room this room is the narnia magical sex. narnia yeah. sex yes and speaking um, of nanny creatures, I apologize for everyone at home who can hear my my other pussy uh, <laughs> whining in the background. Uh, sorry about that. Not a euphemism. Not a euphemism. A real pussy cat. So uh, yeah. So, but for me, it's like it is one of those things where it's, it's actually it's like a physical feeling, and I can't actually even bring myself to be outside when I feel like that. It's like I have to go home and like at least work that feeling out. Okay, so let me bring this full circle because I guess the reason I, I bring that up is because I think, and, and again, jump in straight away if I'm wrong, I think, yeah, there's a belief that that's a, that's a boy thing. It's a boy trait. Cat, be quiet. Not you. Oh, okay, I'll let her in one second. Oh, yeah, here, I'll stroke her. <laughs> um, Definitely a euphemism. Definitely. Do you um, how meta this is going to get? So, Ooh. like, coming back to, you know, our conversation <laughs> around things are different in Asia, mm-hmm. I think there's a bigger conversation around, you know, things are different for girls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Especially right now. It's not now. just Asia. I, I don't think we should really limit it to that. It's really not just Asia. I think there is an unfortunate stereotype or an unfortunate, um, what would you say, misconception that girls don't need sex as bad yep. as boys or girls don't yeah. yearn for sex as yep. much as boys. That's absolutely, I don't think, the case. Yeah, it's totally. Um, and it, it has a lot to do with just the exposure of it, really, and the mm-hmm. education and how many people actually know that women do it. I think the, another misconception is that we assume boys talk about it more than girls. And... 
in I think our case with Sarah and I, the girls have definitely talked about it way more it's our than guys. Topic. Well, well the, you know, we we said this last episode where. You know, I, I think the other misconception is that boys always talk about it. Like, mm. I certainly don't, you know, go to work and, you know, you know, hey, nudge one of my tail How'd you go this morning, mate? You know, <laughs> did, did I knock a good one out? Yeah. yeah. Did you miss your eye? <laughs> Hope so. How's the hair gel? <laughs> <laughs> Had to change my bloody pants and sheets this morning okay. before I even came in. But that said, I mean, misconceptions aside, you know, Statistic-wise, because I did a little bit of research beforehand on this podcast, women are actually, um, they masturbate a third less frequently than men. Um, And many of them start later than men. And I think there's a few interesting reasons for it. I think, um, firstly, girls are brought up quite differently from guys. I think girls are brought up in some ways culturally to be more pure, Prudish. And, yeah, and you sort of have to save yourself, you know, and your virginity and so sexual pleasure is something your that cleanliness. it's a, a gift. Yes. Um, and, and secondly, Unsullied. I also think that, um, you know, logistically, the girl's anatomy or, or woman's anatomy is a little bit harder to reach and the harder sometimes to understand. It's, it's not it's just more inconspicuous. It's more inconspicuous. It's hanging a little, out in yeah. front of you, right? It's not as obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm right here. It's not. Po- it's not pointing straight at you. Yeah, like it's, like, it's not, like it is but, right. But what do you no. what do you mean by that? Like, is it is it? So let's let's go back to logistics and yeah. kind of my point on is it a Sarah Moni? Yeah. Uh, is it? Are you are you? And again, like you've got to educate me here. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Uh, is it? Is it? You know, it it takes longer. There's there's less space. There's less room. What what are we talking about? I think it's a lot to do with taboo, but I'm not going to answer for Sarah. So. Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> Well, I, I guess in my experience of doing a lot of these parties and listening to a lot of these girls, right? Firstly, girls don't actually look at themselves sometimes. They don't even fully understand their own sexual anatomy. Um, and that's because, you know, it, it's not just there. You, I mean, clearly, unless you're a contortionist, you can't really bend down and have a look at your vagina or your clitoris, right? Not without um, a mirror, yeah. Yeah, so you kind of have to get a mirror out. And there's lots of women out there who are so self-conscious about their bodies and self-conscious also about how their labia look, how their vulva looks, that they just shy away from it. So that's already a first thing, right? And, and I've had so many women come up to me in parties and they're buying their very first toy and I've had to do so many, so much education, especially, um, yeah. and I hate to say this because it is a real stereotype because I am Asian as well, but there have been a lot of Hong Kong girls, especially, that just don't know where everything is. So I actually have a big vulva puppet, which... You do not. It does. And you see yeah, it. It does. does. It, does. Yes, it, does. Actually, it can actually talk to you as well, like the lips move. <laughs> hey. Are you serious? You have, you, have, serious. you have a big pillow puppet it's, it's pussy. It's a big pillow puppet pussy and i have to actually show them what it is and you should see the look of just fusion and yeah awe and enlightenment that comes on some of these women's yeah. faces so it's taken for granted that you know women just understand the way everything works because i've had questions as well where oh you know um you know when you have sex is it through like the the hole where you pee from right and i was like no yeah. <laughs> very much not well, yeah so just so, kind of I'll going. let you finish first go ahead keep going I was gonna ask because I think 
one thing that I'm always a bit skeptical about, especially when people do these statistical readings um, about people and their sexual behavior. Yeah. I mean, how much can we re- really rely on it? Um, just because I don't know how many women up until now have really felt comfortable talking or men for that matter feel comfortable talking about or at least letting other people know like how much can we really trust that statistic of who says yes women masturbate more or less I mean how many people are actually filling out that statistic or talking about it yeah you know I think I think that definitely once was an issue I think now with the anonymity of the anonymity of surveys it's a lot truer only because there are so many pieces of research now. Yeah. Mm. And this is not All just right. one source. No, no. I'm, I'm not it's saying this. Like it's several more, sources. I was more no, I, 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 I think that's a, a really valid point and, and definitely the first thing that I think of when I hear any statistics. Like, well, yeah, I'm like, well, how many people really filled that out? Who are the people filling no, it out? No, but I mean, anecdotally yeah. as well, yeah, okay. right? Like, no, the, how point. many good women point. have we met in our parties yes, where okay. they're literally buying their first toy, they've True. not not had an orgasm they've not looked at themselves we have no, to true, show true, them true. where everything is so you know i tend to believe that i think i'm just talking from the skeptics point of view as well um yeah. but for sure from our own experience at the parties i mean there's definitely been some kind of eye-opening uh realizations of how little especially women in in this kind of part of the part of the world have very little or very misconceived ideas of what yeah woman's anatomy is supposed to be yeah. i mean we've had yeah we've even had people ask us okay well is it supposed to feel good like am i supposed to feel good if i touch it like how do i even begin yeah. to touch it on my own and is that okay or how can i tell that i've had yeah, an how, orgasm? yeah. that's you know so and it's of women of every age mm-hmm. of any age and it's interesting you know you you, you flick back to like um the early uh, 20th century where you know it was that saying you know do it for england right and that's the only reason you would have <laughs> sex with your husband and it would be having sex with your husband, not you and your husband having sex. And, you know, we, we fast forward to the early 21st century and we're still having the same conversation with just a part of the world, which for all intents and purposes is connected yeah. by the internet with as much porn and sexual education yeah. as everyone else, but it, it's well, still a big deal. I think yeah. we're getting a little bit better at exposing what's available, especially from, I hate to kind of lean back onto the women's side, but even up until the, you know, 50s 60s 70s it was all kind of male generated pleasures like okay how can i be sexy for my partner or how can how is it am i supposed to look sexy or feel sexy based on a male's point of view of what sex is supposed to be okay but how much porn out there is actually focused on female pleasure? correct yeah no, because where if I'm you going. were a woman who was actually really looking for resources out there even on the big bad internet yeah, right agreed. and trying to learn how to masturbate maybe you've never masturbated for you know at all and you're really interested to try now that you've heard all the benefits right right um, this sounds great <laughs> yeah where do you go what do you do i mean it doesn't come naturally to everybody no. so actually I, I i wanted to just say a little bit about that because um i think it's important to maybe just focus on women for a little while we'll talk about men in a little bit but you don't have to if you fine. are getting started with, Get comfortable, Jai. with masturbation. Um, I have a few tips um, and feel free to add in any more that you think I've missed. It'd be so great to have visuals now, wouldn't it? <laughs> Enjoy your imagination, everyone. Sit back, get glass. some popcorn or whatever you like in your mouth. <laughs> okay, so here's what I recommend um, women out there who are just getting started. Um, make a masturbation date with yourself. 
just the way that I described, you know, get yourself in the right mindset firstly. You don't have to like just do the snatch attack and <laughs> go for it immediately and, oh, no. and then wonder why isn't it working. Get your mind in gear, right? Make sure your mind is in the right place. Make sure you're thinking sexy thoughts like all day. Um, is there a fantasy that you have? Um, you know, could it be like a past lover? Could it be a current lover? Could it be um, weird? Yeah, I mean, could it be some hint, strange hint. sort of fantasy that maybe you haven't even expressed um, to anybody? Or a story a friend told you. Yeah, or a story a friend told you that just got you really, really hot, right? Or porn. I mean, I think porn is fun, you know? I'm not anti-porn. Um, you know, sometimes it helps to get you in the mood as well. Um, I also recommend lube, um, lube, lubricant. Um, lots and lots of lube, I think, really helps again. And your hands. I like to, even though I've sold um, a lot of sex toys in, obviously, my previous role. No, I no, like it's to, all relative. Yeah, a lot, I, a little, tomato, tomato. <laughs> um, I like to recommend women start with skin-to-skin -skin contact because I think that's really quite key to helping you understand what you like and how you like to be touched. And look and locate where everything is, firstly, you know. Figure out your clitoris, your, your clit hood, the labia, and, and touch everything, you know. I would start with the clitoris, obviously, just because that is, for most women, the orgasm center, and it's where most of the nerve endings are and so there's many different ways to touch the clitoris again you have to experiment and explore what you like so there's rubbing there's stroking there's tapping and you can vary that right so you can vary that by pressure by speed um, you can actually touch the clitoris you can pull back the hood and touch the clitoris directly some women actually find that too sensitive so you can actually touch just above the clit hood so again up to you you have to experiment and then also just explore the other parts of your sexual anatomy right so i don't know if you know this but there's actually many different kinds of orgasms that you can have not just clitoral um, there is g-spot orgasm there's anal orgasms there's something called breath orgasms Okay, well, breath orgasms, um, I'm going to put a caveat. I've never really had one. Um, but it's something from Tantra where you actually control your breath and you do a lot of deep breathing and sort of hyperventilating. Um, and you sort of move the orgasmic and sexual energy around your body. So it's a little bit more of like a full body orgasm. Um, I've never really had a breath orgasm, but I have used my breath to enhance my orgasm. So if I'm masturbating, what sometimes I find helps to sort of in some ways increase the tension is I'll sort of take a deep breath and I'll hold it for a while while masturbating and that sort of increases the tension and everything so it tenses up and then I'll breathe out really deeply and another deep breath in and then I'll sort of hold it for a while and then as as it's sort of getting closer like I'll start like sort of breathing more short breaths so again this is like something that women out there if you are getting started play around with your breath as well you know holding it deep breathing hyperventilating or short breaths um, play around with muscular tension as well, right? So as you're getting more aroused, you know, what you can do is, is really squeeze down on the pelvic floor. So like squeeze your vaginal muscles and that actually increases arousal a lot of the times. So you can do things like, you know, you're by yourself in your bed, whatever, go crazy. Just arch your back, throw your neck back, you know, have a good time. Um, and even positions, right? You can use 
use the furniture like you know grind yourself on the side of the couch or you know go belly down um, i'm gonna stop you just a little yeah. uh, moment just with that one last note it's i think the biggest thing to really mention is that it is your time you're by yourself yeah. i think one of the biggest um maybe uh, obstacles is really realizing that this is just for you it's not no one's gonna judge you no one can see you it's really a moment where you can really just kind of be yourself and do it on your own whatever fantasy you might be thinking of or want to be thinking of i think one of the things that's hardest to get over is kind of seeing yourself from an outside it's like okay I'm masturbating maybe this is not the way to do it or this is not how other people do it yeah. it's also kind of a practice of just letting that go it's so much of a mental game as well and how much you can like kind of let yourself forget about those insecurities but I guess that's a big point and I think that's why I like doing this episode you know first because sex isn't always about someone else you know your sexual energy your yeah. sexual mindset mm-hmm. it's the you know it is one of the most beautiful things to share with somebody else it is it is, and I don't necessarily mean in a uh, ultra zen kind of way, yeah. but I'm like, yeah, it's a beautiful thing to share with somebody else, but don't make that mean you belittle how you share that with yourself. Correct. I yeah. think actually the more you do share it with yourself, the actually the better you, not, well, yeah, the better in bed you might be yeah. of yourself with someone. And it's a lot more enjoyable if you know why, you, like thereby know why you don't enjoy something. Yeah. yeah. Because you've had the practice of what you do enjoy. Yeah. So this is really a moment where you can, yes, if you want to curl your back, run around the bed, get naked, run around the house, if that helps with your own personal foreplay, go crazy. Yeah. You know, dance in front of a mirror naked. Check yourself out. I mean, you know, yeah. use a mirror. Yeah. You know, check out what you're doing. Yeah. If you like watching porn, if you like watching any kind of visual stimulation, like get in front of a mirror change the lighting take some pictures of yourself i mean obviously safely don't go online if you don't want that (laughs) maybe potential risk but you know try to get hot by yourself like try to Mm -hmm. make yourself um yeah turn yourself on so question from me to you Mm -hmm. both of you let's start with you sarah um so we've we've talked a lot about how for girls or for, for young women uh, the the first time is generally later than boys. Yeah. Um, when when was your first time? What was what was the setting? What what happened? What were you thinking? How did you feel after? Um. Okay. Uh, okay. Ah. My, finally made my you <laughs> first time. Um. I don't actually think I actually had an orgasm, but this is just a early masturbation memory in terms of self pleasure, right? Um. I was probably about um twelve, and. Okay, I used to think that David Copperfield, this is showing my age, was so hot. <laughs> I mean, like the eyebrows. No. How could you get past the eyebrows? Oh my like, God. Oh my gosh, those eyebrows went on for days. And I was just of, like, and every time he made a girl disappear, like, I just thought, I Of went, all the I things to that. note, his eyebrows. <laughs> How magical. Are you, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. 12-year-old <laughs> Sarah had a thing for eyebrows. <laughs> David! David! <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no but but i mean he was doing stuff like sticking swords into like oh ladies and and making them disappear and i just thought he's so oh my sexy. god i'm never doing a card trick in front of sarah ever again and that big By line accident. he stood next to yeah so you know one of my early masturbation Those white sequence suits <laughs> so one of my early masturbation memories is actually of me rolling myself up in the carpet I'm sorry. Wait, wait, is that your fantasy? I'm sorry. Can you say that one more time? Rolling no, yourself. Because this I, sounds 
This sounds like a different kind of episode. Sarah. I was imagining myself <laughs> as, you know, in oh, the one magician's of David's assistant. Yes, in oh, one of David Copperfield's yes, okay. like boxes where he rolls them up <laughs> or he puts some like fabric over them, and you know they all look like they're having an orgasm anyway, right? And then he suddenly unrolls them, and then he, like, they disappear. So I rolled myself up. <laughs> in the carpet with my hands pretty much at my crotch um and i would just keep rolling myself and unrolling myself and rolling myself and unrolling myself and i actually don't think i had an orgasm but what i had was this sort of like full body i could feel like the little bristles of the carpet along my arms and along my body and i just loved it that was my this first is this is obviously not the living room carpet i'm assuming okay you too go <laughs> Hey, I'm, ahead, I'm asking guys. the questions here. I, uh, Come on, guys, don't make the don't make the guests go. Um, I like I, I was young. Like, I think I might have been like seven or eight. Um, God, this isn't about. I've never said this out loud. Do you want us to look away? Would that help? <laughs> no, I, I can wink. Would that? Would, would, if I winked, would it make? Oh, Come no. on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, worse, didn't it? <laughs> I, was, I was six or seven, and it was like I was in my bed. I'd spent the day with a family friend. And um, I, it was kind of similar. I, ha- I had a, I had a sheet between my legs, sort of thing. And I, I don't think I would have even, you know, had a, had, had a full erection. I don't think that's what it was. But I think mm-hmm. it, much closer to what you said, like, yeah, yeah like I, I didn't come or anything. Like, yeah. it was just this feeling of holding this sheet between my body. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget. Like, it was the, it was the middle of winter. Um, actually, it was a little embarrassing story at the end. Uh, I was in the middle of winter, and it was the same thing. It was kind of like this pressure, like, you know, ow, my cat just bit me. That was off putting. <laughs> she doesn't want you to share. She doesn't want you to share. Don't, don't talk Judgmental about it. Judgmental cat. Yes. Judgmental cat. Um, and I remember it was middle of winter because I, you know, you know when you're a little kid and you wear those flannel pajamas? Sure. Like I'd taken them all off. <laughs> but I remember, like, telling myself, like, this little story, um, you know, about this family friend. And, and then for whatever reason, like, you know, it would have been like 9.30 because, you, you know, when you're seven, you go to bed at like, I don't know, five o'clock in Sunset, the afternoon. Sunset, yeah. essentially, yeah. Um, Whenever your parents were tired of you. Well, my, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then my mum comes in and I'm still awake. Like, thank God I'd stopped. But she comes in, she's like, why are your pajamas on the floor? It's freezing. <laughs> and my, my answer was, I wanted to sleep like dad. And I don't know why I said that, mm-hmm. but I just knew my dad always slept in his undies. Mm-hmm. Put it back on the parents. <laughs> no, we're, I mean, I'm we're acknowledging sleeper. you. We're yeah, yeah, but I think I was manipulating my mother to tell me that, that everything's no, fine. I, but... I don't think it's manipulating. I think that might be a little bit of exaggeration. I mean, kids, you know, you're quick on your feet. Yeah. Oh, I mean, when my parents caught me masturbating, I told them that I had jock itch. <laughs> and I needed to air everything out. You don't out. wear a jock strap. <laughs> I know. Hey, hey, vocabulary can be universal. I did a lot of horse riding <laughs> when I was younger. I think it means something different. That's jockey itch. That's different. Cat. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't. I guess I started much later than maybe the both of you. Um, my first, at least my first memory of it. So I mean, there's a good potential that I started earlier on than I can remember. I'm not known for my memory and, you know, the recalling, re- recollection of exact details. Um, but I think it was somewhere when I was in early teens, uh, or maybe, no, I take that back, uh, mid-teens. Around 15, maybe 16, I kind of started really getting interested in what masturbation was as an actual thought of what, ma- you know, actually the physical act of doing masturbation. Um, and my favorite helper, 
masturbation helper was a hairbrush that I had. Um, because I, I, at that point, I was old enough to know <clears throat> what sex was. I knew kind of the logistics. What age to put, Around 15, probably around 14, 15, maybe even 16. And sorry, for people who don't know you, you're Hong Kong born and raised? I'm not Hong Kong born and raised, no. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, my father's from Hong Kong. I am from, I was born in Canada, raised in Canada, uh, in a mixed race household. My mother is... I kind of usually say name the white and we've got it because we're Canadian and it's kind of a very mixed tree. So the brush. So it's a hair Are brush. Sure just a hair to make brush it clear. and not a toothbrush? Well, so that was a much later on in life. Now, I... Okay, just to get a background for everyone, I have maybe once twice to mention to Sarah about my past and Sarah being so eager to know more has confused the two utensils. Now, so the two tools are very, very separated. Okay. It is not a vibrating hairbrush that like massaged my head in other places. It was okay. a hairbrush, and if I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and like explain it <laughs> okay, explain to wait. people. Tell your, your toothbrush story was a vibrating toothbrush story. Yes, but that's oh, much later. I missed that. She's oh, a brush pro. She's okay, a, I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay. I love anything with bristles. I, I well, yes. bristly beard against. Okay, sorry, sorry, I, sorry. yes, sorry. I do. But there's a good reason okay. for it, and I didn't realize until tell, much tell, later. Tell, tell, tell. So I had a brush. It was a hairbrush. It's a round hairbrush. So for all the women out there or men who use round hairbrushes, it's like those ones that you use to blow dry out a big curl. So it's quite a big bristled bunch at the end so okay. i'm gonna try and physically oh, explain it onto the mic now no. if you can imagine what a microphone is so there's a microphone it's got a handle okay now the handle goes up and then at the edge of the handle where it meets the bristled head is a little bit of a rib so there's a ribbing and then it turns into what is the bristled brush that you use to comb your hair now the bristles were long enough and this is what i realized as a, a as an adult they were long enough that when i put the handle into me so into my vagina the bristles were long enough to actually hit around my clitoris so the act of basically um in and out you know the act of putting the brush into me actually would hit and stimulate around the vaginal area okay but logistically are you putting the brush in like buttockly into like the way a penis would go into are you like is it like a curve it's not curved it's not curved at all so there's actually what I didn't realize at the time is it wasn't stimulating me from the inside. It was actually more of the constant hitting of the exterior part of my genitals. Jai, would you like a drink? Are you all right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jai's looking at me. He's looking at me very intensely. I, I didn't realize. Like, oh, I've been caught. I've been caught. But no, no. My, my biggest question was, where are you holding the brush? Because so I'm holding, so it's a we very don't long understand. brush. So I'm holding the brush at the edge where the bristles are, actually, not the handle. So, like, so the handle's going in. Like, but you're holding the okay, the so I'm going to do like a demonstration for you guys who can't see, so I apologize. But yes, I'm holding it in front of me towards where my pelvic is, and it goes in, which means I'm holding... Oh, underneath. Got so it. I'm holding it underneath as I'm lying on my back. Wish we could have video here. Well, it doesn't... Don't, don't Com- we all now? Coming soon. Coming soon. Coming, coming soon. soon video nice. clips. Okay. So, so basically, but at the time when I was doing it, I didn't realize, like, I thought that was what it was supposed to feel like. And not until I was much older and I realized I was much more um, stimulated or much more affected by clitoral stimulation was I realizing why I liked that utensil so much, or tool, rather. 
Um, and that then brings me back to when I had had sex and realized that that's what I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I started using things like, okay, well, you know, let's, we've heard so many stories. There's these myths of using, you know, the electrical toothbrush and I've always used electrical toothbrush for as long as I can remember. <laughs> so I try, let's, let's, let's have a little fun. So I tried an electrical toothbrush and the tip, obviously not bristles down. I use bristles up because I think that would really hurt. <laughs> so bristles up. Um, you, you mean bristles on the outside. Outside, not, not touching okay. skin. Okay, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, did yeah. not brush your clitoris. I did not have a little like, yeah, I was not, I was not scrubbing clean the hood of my clitoris. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. It's the, not calloused, guys. Jai, this, is not, this is how girls talk about sex. No, okay, okay let's get clear. used to it. This is how Sarah and I talk about sex, <laughs> and our girlfriends. She was like, not wrong. I feel like a like what, 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 what? You've missed out. You've missed out. Yeah, this is literally how we talk about sex all the time you in laugh. restaurants. You laugh in restaurants, oh, like yeah. literally, and it's, much louder than we're talking now. <laughs> the size of my glass of wine has <laughs> increased. Have a, have a good drink. I'll cheers you if you make you feel better. This is why we always need to be drunk. So now, that, yeah. Going. So everyone understands. So basically, so I tried using the vibrating toothbrush because I, I'd, you hear so many myths as you you know maybe grow up or maybe only I'm the one that reads those weird things, um, and realized that the vibrating toothbrush was actually you know a really good kind of starter vibrator, but it was a bit too strong for my teenage genitals. Like I can hardly <laughs> hold my toothbrush in my mouth. Like well, it, see, it, that's it, the funny thing. Yeah, now, well, nowadays, if I put the electric toothbrush in my mouth, it actually itches my nose. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> But you laugh, okay. No, but just from where we went from, like, like well, the bristles, you know. But you laugh, okay, so kind of, but I'm going to bring it back. Watch me bring it back. Actually, one of the things I learned when I was doing the parties with Sarah is how we used to um, explain to women how to find the right vibrator is actually the vibration. If you hold a toy, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, you're not going to sit around in stores and do this, but if you hold a toy and you're worried about how strong its power is, how strong the vibration is, holding up to the tip of your nose is actually a really good gauge of whether or not you can handle it. Like if it's something that makes yeah. you super uncomfortable, yeah. it's probably a toy that's a bit too powerful for you. I hope we've answered some of your questions out there, listeners and contributors on social media. Um, if you want to submit any more questions on any of the topics that we're going to be talking about, a few days before, we will be out on Facebook soliciting your questions. So please feel free to get in touch. Um, I hope today you've learned a little bit more about some of the benefits of masturbation. And if you are so inspired, if you've never done it before, please get started. Um, and even if you are an, an experienced masturbator, you a know, priestess I priestess of uh, masturbation. The high priestess of masturbation gives It'd be wrong you to say pope of masturbation, right? Some suggestions <laughs> to maybe change up your routine um, and actually give you more pleasure in the long run and help you be better in bed. Um, if you do want more coaching and more tips, you can go to www.sarasense.com. You want to spell that out really quickly, Sarah? S-A-R-A-S-E-N-S-E.com where I will have a tailored masturbation curriculum for you, um, tailored to your needs. Um, and that's it for today. Because we all want to be better in bed. We all do. I do. <laughs> I definitely want to make it mine. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for having me. It's been really fun. I don't think I'm smiling. Ooh. <laughs>
Bye-bye. Until next time.